The sun is rising in the solar system, that is, the commercial solar energy space. And to talk about the trillion-dollar opportunity, we have Susan Tensky, co-founder and head of strategy for Sunstone Credit, here on Bankadelic. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks again for tuning in to Bankadelic. Lou Carlozo, your host here at least until further notice, but hey, it's my podcast. (laughs) So we have Susan Tansky. Susan is the co-founder and head of strategy for Sunstone Credit. That's a technology-enabled clean energy financing platform that helps businesses go solar. Amen to that. Susan has more than 15 years experience in financial services and climate technology, including at Sustainable Opportunities Acquisition Corp, Capital One, and Goldman Sachs. Susan, welcome to Bankadelic. Thanks so much, Lou. It's great to be here. When did you see that there was a need in this space that wasn't being met? When did the light bulb go off? What moved you to do it? Yeah. So I always love to tell the origin story of Sunstone because I think it's such a cool story and it just speaks to all of the incredible ways that entrepreneurs, you know, start their businesses. And ours goes way back. So it starts with Josh Goldberg, who's actually our CEO. And he's a serial entrepreneur, founded a solar installation company kind of before it was cool called Astrum Solar 10, 15 years ago. And he was installing solar primarily for people's homes and, you know, could never figure out the financing situation. You know, back then you really had two options if you wanted to go solar, you could pay cash for your solar system, or you could have a third party own it and sell you the power. And that financing arrangement just didn't really make a lot of sense, right? You own your home. Why should someone own something on your home and sell you your power? So he thought, you know, we really need an option for loan financing. You know, you get a loan for all kinds of things. Solar should be no different. So he approached one of our other co-founders, Wilson Chang, who was at a private equity firm at that time, And they ended up working together to finance 
projects for Josh's solar installation company. And they realized after a while, you know, we're doing this for Josh's customers. Why don't we do this for any customer that wants to go solar? And so out of that was born a company called Sunlight Financial, which is a residential solar installation company. And, you know, they went public a couple of years ago. So that solved the residential solar financing piece. You know, there are a number of players in that space now, but still outstanding is this big swath of customers who are in the small to medium sized commercial space who just don't have loan financing available to them. So residential is taken care of. If you go to large scale commercial, like the Walmarts and the Targets of the world, they want to put solar on their buildings. Of course, they can get financing for that really easily. But you know, if you own a hotel or an office building, you're a farmer, a doctor, and you want to go solar, there's really historically have been no options for you. And so that's the problem that we really want to solve at Sunstone. Also, what an opportunity. Wow. We're not talking millions, as you know. We're not even talking billions. We're talking about $1 trillion. So maybe you can help us get under the hood to understand that opportunity that is available within the commercial solar energy space. Sure. I mean, think about how many commercial buildings are out there. I mean, that's really how you get to the trillion dollar opportunity. There are millions of SMBs in this country and the majority of them, you know, either own their own building or they are long-term tenants. And so solar, you know, is really a possibility for them and would make sense for them. And so when you think about all of that roof space that is pretty underpenetrated to this point. So it's about three to 4% penetration in this segment so far. You start to see how huge the opportunity is. And what we believe is that really holding this market back and why it's so underpenetrated is the lack of financing options. So if you look at residential solar, that market really took off when companies like Sunlight Financial entered the picture and customers had the opportunity to finance their solar system instead of paid cash for it. If you're a small business and you are looking at installing a $500,000 solar system, that's a huge upfront capital expenditure. And most small businesses, if they have $500,000 of cash lying around, they want to spend that on hiring employees or upgrading their equipment or getting into a bigger space. Solar is not going to come first to mind. And you know that makes a lot of sense. So now that there's an opportunity for them to finance their solar system you know, with a straightforward loan product, we just see this market taking off. And there is a lot of optimism there. The Inflation Reduction Act is meant to make room for that and to speed up the process. How would you evaluate the prospects vis-a-vis -vis the Inflation Reduction Act? Yeah, so obviously the Inflation Reduction Act is a huge tailwind to the solar industry generally, but definitely you know the space that we play in, the small to medium-sized commercial space. So just to recap a little bit about what the Inflation Reduction Act is, that was legislation that President Biden signed into law in August of last year. And there were a few key provisions that really impacted the solar industry. First, 
it increased the federal tax incentive available on new solar installations from 26% to 30%. And it keeps that in place for 10 years. So what that means is if you are, say, installing a $100,000 solar system, you get a $30,000 credit on your next year's taxes. The federal government is basically you know, paying for part of your solar system. There are also so-called adders on top of that 30% for businesses that qualify for various different reasons. So you can get even more than 30% back if you are subject to one of those special criteria. And then another provision that I'll mention that I think is a huge boost to our space is the concept of direct pay. That means nonprofits and tax-exempt entities who historically couldn't really benefit from those tax incentives because they don't pay taxes, instead can get a refund in a similar manner to folks that are getting the tax incentive. So that just makes solar you know, so much more economical for a whole new class of these nonprofits and tax-exempt entities. So it's really great for our industry. And of course, the more solar that's installed, it's really great for our environment as well. So it's just a huge boost for us getting that passed and signed into law. Couldn't agree more. Now, all of that understood, we have skeptics out there, especially business owners who might say, Susan, this is a hassle. It's going to be way more expensive than I think. I don't see any returns coming on this for 10 years. Why should I do it? What would your answer be to some of those objection points? Well, this is exactly why businesses should finance their solar system instead of paying cash. I used that example earlier of the business that had you know $500,000 lying around and not wanting to invest that into a solar system, which I think makes perfect sense. If you finance your solar system instead, there's a $0 upfront cost and you start to save money right away because you get those federal tax incentives, you know, pretty much immediately and you're saving money on your utility bill. So, you know, your solar system could offset up to 100% of your utility bill. So, the savings accrue immediately, whereas you're right, in some cases where you're paying cash, it could take, you know, 7, 8, 10 years for you to start saving money. So that's why we think that the financing option makes so much sense for businesses. And the other thing that I'll mention is we hear a lot of skeptics who think that because they're in a certain market, you know, it's not a good market for solar. And I hear this a lot from folks who are in the Northeast, Illinois, actually, where you are is a great example. They say, you know, I'm in Illinois, like how could solar possibly work for me when it's winter 10 months of the year? But the reality is solar is really a function of three things, in my view. The first is, of course, how much sun you get. The second is how expensive power is in your market. And the third is what incentives are available in addition to the federal incentives. So a lot of states have their own rebates and incentives, which just kind of sweeten the pot for solar. So you look at states like Illinois, most of the states in New England or all the states in New England, solar is really great in those markets. And you wouldn't necessarily expect that because you think, oh, they don't get that much sun. But it comes down to the fact that, you know, power is expensive in those markets and they all have state incentives. So when you evaluate it, solar is really a good opportunity, you know, in almost every part of the country. I'm sold. 
<laughs> well, good. You're in one of the best solar markets. So let's do it. Yeah. Now, you spoke to something that I find very fascinating, which is the idea of this financing. And that definitely sets up for how banks and credit unions are working with Sunstone. Explain to us how that works. Sure. So right now we are partnered with three banks and two of them have been publicly disclosed. So Cross River Bank is our origination bank. And then we also work with Forbright Bank in Maryland that's fully dedicated to financing the energy transition. And Cross River, of course, is a premier fintech bank. So, you know, we really lucked out with those partners. And then our third partner, which is not public, is one of the largest commercial banks in the country. So we have three amazing partners that we're currently working with, always looking to add more. But those banks, I guess the way it works is Cross River originates our loans, and then they keep some on their balance sheet and sell others to our other partners. And working with you know a company like Sunstone is a great opportunity for these banks because as i'm sure you know everyone these days is looking for ways to be more esg friendly all of these banks have esg and sustainability mandates they're always looking for ways to get more esg and sustainability focused assets and of course with sunstone you know we provide that opportunity pretty easily if you're a large financial institution, you probably don't want to go out and try to find a bunch of $200,000, $300,000 loans, underwrite those loans, figure out how to do the solar underwriting, which is you know a piece that we bring to the table. It's much better for them to kind of partner with someone like us who has the solar expertise, understands how to underwrite this relatively new asset class and get loan flow that way. So that's kind of how we've set up our program. And, you know, I think it's something that, like I said, it's a new asset class, which I think is always something that banks struggle with getting their minds around. But, you know, we've made it really easy for them by bringing our expertise to the table. I can only imagine how rewarding this work must be for you. If you don't mind, share with us what you love about what it is that you do. It certainly seems to be making a big difference. There's just so much that I love about it. The mission is just so amazing. I've always wanted to do something that, you know, was in the climate change mitigation space. And as you mentioned at the beginning, my background is really in financial services. And, you know, as a young person, I watched An Inconvenient Truth and was really scared about the prospects for the world. And I thought, what can I really do about it, though? I work in finance. And at that time, you know, there was just the idea of sustainability finance or, you know, climate finance was just non-existent. And so I really struggled with that for a long time. And I felt like this is the most important problem that humanity has ever faced. I should be doing more. So having this opportunity to work in the space and marry both my passion for doing something to mitigate climate change and also, you know, in financial services, I couldn't think of anything more perfect. And then when you add in the mission of helping small businesses, you know, working with them, we're kind of unlocking this new market 
of the small to medium commercial space, which I mentioned is pretty underpenetrated. So having like that mission on top of the broader climate change mission is also something that I find really inspiring. The momentum is definitely inspiring to this podcast host. You are making a difference for small businesses. You are making a difference for the planet. It is such a privilege to have you on Bankadelic. Susan, thank you so much. Thank you, Lou. It was great to be with you. Susan Tansky is co-founder and head of strategy for Sunstone Credit. Sunstone is based in Baltimore, the charm city. Be sure to look for Susan on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. With more than 1.2 million page views annually, Talking Biz News is the go-to source for happenings in business journalism. Whether you're a PR professional, a business journalist, or someone just breaking into the field, TBN is a source that you cannot do without. Whether you're following the Washington Post, New York Times, local media outlets, or some feisty news startup, Talking Biz News has you covered. Job openings are also listed and updated every day on the TBN website. Be sure to sign up for your free subscription to the TBN newsletter at Talking Biz News. That's Talking B-I-Z News.com. Well, congratulations, Mr. Carlazzo, and welcome to your first day at Barbell Bank. Um, that's Carlozo. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, assistant to the bank manager's assistant. And here's your desk. Oh, man, this is awesome. View of the coffee machine, the parking lot, everything. Can I start moving in? My boxes are downstairs in the car. Absolutely. As soon as we get done with your training, now step right this way. Follow me. Follow okay. me. Okay. Ha! Oh, nice weight room. So where do I take the actual train? You're looking at it. What do you mean? 
Listen, Mr. Carluzzo. Oh, boy. Carluzzo. At Barbell Bank, we service the world's most cut, pumped-up, Venus and Adonis six-pack ripping, vein-popping iron pumpers in the known universe. I know. It's in the hands. So if you want to serve them, then you've got to take the training. The weight training. You can see that in the handbook. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Let's not waste any more time, all right? I want to see 20 squats. Get down on the floor right now. Squat. <gasps> Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's move over here. We're going to do bench press now. Okay, I started to realize 300 pounds, 10 reps. Ready? And come on. Oh, push it, push it, push it out. I can't lift weights. <laughs> okay, time for a break. This. Protein, creatine, amino acid, poly, ultra, omega-3, resveratrol cocktail consists of 15 pills and that dry flaky powder mix it never quite dissolves in the milk and it's supposed to taste like cocoa. Drink it. If you're the head of training, why do you weigh 270 pounds and have a bag of Fritos in your hands? Fritos? What the hell's wrong with Fritos? This is breakfast. And I eat guys like you for lunch. Not ready? Yes, go. sir. Yes, go. sir. Go, 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 go. Oh, okay, okay. And now, Bankadelic presents Three Bullseyes. Number one. Illinois, all the states in New England, solar is really great in those markets and you wouldn't necessarily expect that because you think, oh, they don't get that much sun. But it comes down to the fact that, you know, power is expensive in those markets and they all have state incentives. Number two. All of these banks, they're always looking for ways to get more ESG and sustainability focused assets. If you're a large financial institution, you probably don't want to go out and try to find a bunch of $200,000, $300,000 loans, underwrite those loans, figure out how to do the solar underwriting. Number three. Most small businesses, if they have $500,000 of cash lying around, they want to spend that on hiring employees or upgrading their equipment or getting into a bigger space. Solar's not going to come first to mind and you know that makes a lot of sense. Now that there's an opportunity for them to finance their solar system, we just see this market taking off. And now, lose views. On today's podcast, Susan Tansky of Sunstone Credit talked about the incredible promise for solar vis-a-vis commercial entrepreneurs and businesses as a result of the Biden administration's Inflation Reduction Act. That act is supposed to encourage the usage of energy sources that will help to cut oil consumption and ultimately save the planet. Here's the rub. When we look at EV production and purchases, there has been very little, if any, progress. Canary Media did a survey of 20 industrialized nations, and with a 5% purchase rate in 2021, American consumers 
rank 19th out of 20. If that's something of a shocker, given how many Teslas you see on the road these days and how many car companies have announced plans to ramp up, it's more of an indication that the progress is going to be gradual at best. However, when it comes to solar in the commercial space, it's a $1 trillion opportunity and with no money down for the people who decide to go solar, it's a great, great way to get started and ultimately get on the road to energy savings. And whatever skepticism exists in the United States today, and there's plenty of it, the fact is that we are running out of the resources that we are used to using. The planet is undergoing climate change and moving into electric and solar is the future. You can believe that. And if it's smart business as well, there's all the more reason to take the essential first steps. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Ken Montone. Our business consigliere, the one and only Rob Gaynor. Dude, I totally got into the show. Thanks as always to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. Thanks also to Banker Hire, Lemonade LXP, and Talking Biz News, a division of Vested LLC. I'm Lou Carloso. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel. Rink a dink dink in. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.